Hey everybody, welcome to the second episode of the Writer's Roundtable. I am your host, Kayla Evans. Right next to me is my dear darling husband, Austin Evans. Hello. And we have a special guest with us today. Yes, that's right. It is our one our one and only friend, Miss Brick. Well, not our only friend. It's one our of, only friend. <laughs> one of our friends. Uh, our one good of. friend, Brittany Monroe. Let's give it up for her, me and Kayla. Yay. But if you were our Hi. only friend, it'd be we said we were going to get a studio audience last time, and I failed. I didn't get a studio <laughs> audience. So we'll work on that. We'll work on that. So, hello. Hi. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are y'all? Good, good. good. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on our second episode. The thank you for second. having me. We had uh, Adam was our first one. Mr. Oh, Adam I bet Mac. that was a good one. It was. So it was a very, very good time. High. We had a great time. Well, let's, uh, let's jump right into it. I say, uh, first things first, how would you describe your music? That's a great question. It is. It is a great question. Because right now... That's why we start with it. (laughs) It's it's in a slate of, like, transition right now. So I've been inspired by uh, a lot of genres, uh, mostly country and pop. And right now we're working on an EP um, that will combine pretty much all of those elements and just kind of putting out a sound that will hopefully be described as uniquely mine. Um, Inspired by, like, Carrie Underwood and Lord. And 90s pop to today's country music. So that's a fun mix. It's it sounds like it's all over the board, but that's why we're hoping that it'll be uniquely my sound. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> that is very cool. I, li- I like that. There's a lot going on with that. And uh, I've had the pleasure of like being a part of that process and yes. seeing like me and Blaine mainly see how that kind of gets formed and how that whole thing happens. And it's really cool. The the process of trying to create something that is nobody else, yeah that is nobody else is really working yeah. on because i don't think you'd hear very other many other people go i'm like a carrie underwood lord 90s pub mix right yeah <laughs> which you know you'd hope that somebody would be like oh my gosh that is totally Brittany monroe when they hear that so i dig it yeah i always nice. say that um the the best artists are ones that when you hear one of their songs it's like oh that's that person's song like you know what mm-hmm. i mean like exactly. no one else could have done that like i think brad paisley does that really super yeah. well um it's funny ones yeah i think um sam hunt does that really well like just songs that are very uniquely that artist exactly it doesn't matter where you turn on the song in the middle of the song you turn it on you're like oh this is so and so yep absolutely there's a few guys too that can do that with their guitar tone too like a like a keith urban queen. which i which is queen which yeah. is like very anytime cool you hear queen anytime it's like that really bright like mm-hmm. like you just need to hear the solo yeah. like, oh it's queen, that's song. A queen like song. i think that's so cool that's kind of a thing that's kind of gotten lost in yeah. recent years but i bring would love back to the see guitar solo bring the guitar solo bring back it. bring it back note taken yes yeah <laughs> while we're working on the ep <laughs> um so you are from texas you yes make, you make no secret of this no born and raised i have a tattoo she very proud yeah. <laughs> you got the spurs thing on, the on my car, car. yes yeah. so very proudly texan <laughs> um and i'm not sure how many people outside of texas or outside of country music know this but there's actually a really big difference between texas country and Nashville country. Yes. Um, I would love to hear just because I've never been to Texas. And so I'd just love to hear your perspective on that. I think oh, that's gosh. really cool. Well, I grew up loving country music. So to me, Texas country has a special place in my heart because they tried to keep that storytelling alive, the, um, the production of the music alive as far as keeping it kind of traditional country. And as well as there's a lot of, you know, expanding on it and, varying types uh, similar to how country music uh, in Nashville is kind of taking their own individual stances on it. But Texas country is 
gosh, I'm a huge Randy Rogers, Wade Bowen fan, and I love the fiddle. I love, you know, the emotions of songs. I love songs that you can listen to while you're driving on a rainy day and on a sunny day, and no matter what, you don't have to feel bad about, you know, what you're feeling, whether it's good or bad. And I, so I love Texas country. <laughs> That's awesome. I think it's so interesting because Texas has their own charts and everything. They yeah. have like, a Texas chart. Like, there's a Texas country chart. What? It's its own thing. Is, is it actually called Red Dirt or is it just well, the, the, the general uh, name for yeah, it? Yeah, Red Texas Regional Radio, mm-hmm. um, which is in itself, yeah, its own ball game. Like completely, you, you could be so wildly successful in Texas, Oklahoma wow. and never – be Step really out of yeah no there are artists that make their whole career there's a lot of them that will come to nashville yeah. to write and record mm-hmm. and things like that but there's it's a completely different Pat Green, game. i think is one right yeah well actually he um he was charting on country radio oh, outside of texas oh, country. but yeah it's, it's its own thing it's it's really really cool uh we were talking about your uh current project but um what's it like talk let's talk about your writing process a little bit like do you have like do you even have a process? Because it really is different from one person to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think I don't think a song has come the same way each and every time that we've sat down to write. Sometimes uh, I'll be driving, have an idea, or I'll be talking uh, with somebody and something will stick out and be like, oh, I like that. Or I'll be reading... Or somebody like you, you you brought ideas to me and we've been like, oh, let's write that because I can relate to that. And um, sometimes even like when we're in the room with Blaine, it started with hearing a cool beat and being like, oh, this sounds like this should go like this. And then we've started writing the lyrics on top of that too. So um, I don't think there's like a formula. I think just when you have some inspiration, you just, just go with it. Yeah, writing with somebody like Blaine is really interesting. Like, writing with a track guy, because rather than start with, like, a guitar riff mm-hmm. or an idea, it's, like, this already sort of, like, half-formed song I'd song idea, which is great, because it can really take you a different place. And if you're working with a good track guy, they're just as versatile as a good guitar player to work mm-hmm. with what you do. It's like, oh, I like that, but then you start with an idea, and it doesn't quite fit anymore, and so he'll go in, and he'll change what he did, change the key, change the time signature, or bring in instruments, drop out instruments, and it's, like it's really cool because you're building the final product right in the room. Yeah. And Blaine is great with that too. So he, he is really cool about taking me out of my shell. So I'll come up with like a melody and then he'll be like, well, how about you fix this half end of it or change up this or something like that. So then that gets me out of my shell too, which is really cool. And of course you will come up with some awesome lines and I'll just be like, Oh wow. What if we took it here, then, <laughs> if you're going mean, to come up with that awesomeness? <laughs> the hardest part of writing is getting outside of yourself, because it's yes. really easy to keep writing the same thing over and over, whether you realize it or not. You're only one person with only so many experiences. But that's why, like, co-writing, especially here in Nashville, is such, so like, important. a thing. Yes. It's so important, because uh, for every person that's in the room, within reason, you know, you have, like, <laughs> other ideas and other perspectives and other thought processes, and it's just such, like, a, it's such a help to your creativity. I definitely agree. And I think right where we've like between you, Blaine and I writing, like it's it's that it feels like a sweet spot where it's just like, oh, this feels good. This is getting me out of the shell. And uh, I don't know. I'm really excited about this project because it has taken me out of my shell. But at the same time, it feels like it's like a good. It's still you. Yeah. Like, no one's yeah. going to say you're trying to be anyone else. Exactly. Which is, you know, which is good. So I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> sweet. I can't wait to hear it. 
Well, we're going to switch gears a little bit and play a little game called Singer Superlatives. Oh, you know, it's like how you did in high school. You would nominate someone for, you know, best hair, cutest couple, you know, your high school superlatives. I was uh, most likely to become famous in my high school, you know. Are you famous yet? Still hasn't happened, but we're trying. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> Did you guys get one? Did you guys do anything My high like school that? was too big, so I think oh most God, people, too many people forgot that I existed. No, fine. <laughs> we had them in my school, but I did not get one. It's okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll be the only I'm one. not mad. I'm not, I'm not jealous. It's but fine. you're going to give – but you now you have the chance to give a superlative, Brittany. It's your turn. To my turn. Now. Okay. So let's say – Let's start it off with most oh, likely. Got some background music. I like do, it. Oh man. Yeah. Let's go for it. Most likely to do an ill-conceived concept album, a la Chris Gaines. If okay. you guys remember. Okay, yeah. For anybody who doesn't remember, Chris Gaines. that was Garth Brooks deciding that oh, he Garth, wanted to do no. like a rock concept album and it create was this whole not character of Chris Gaines, and it was not good. It was very. I'm good. I'm gonna nominate Luke Bryan for that. Luke Bryan, <laughs> <laughs> because I can see him wanting to do something a little bit more like top 40 you know uh-huh. I and I just on one hand I, I want him to succeed in it because of all of his fans but I also just see it falling flat on its face so you're talking about Luke Bryan going full like full-blown pop like, like yeah different persona like <laughs> Sean Mendez <laughs> level <laughs> pop I can okay I can see that now I gotta think of what I would call him all right most iconic outfit oh my gosh Selena the purple Ooh. The purple out outfit. Yes. Yeah, I did not I see love that. Love that. Like Every that. time I see that shade of purple, I'm like, Selena. Selena. <laughs> I'm so glad Mac, just side note, Mac, the cosmetic brand, came out with a Selena collection this past year, and it yes. was like, it sold out so fast. Like, I have one shade of the red. Keep it, keep it I would like to throw that my mine for most iconic outfit would have to be Britney and Justin in the matching. Oh, the Gino! Canadian <laughs> tuxedos as they yes. are. Yes, that would be mine. That was pretty iconic. Yes. No one will never forget. There's even a never forget. forget. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, let's go. Least likely to do a country rap crossover. And I would say you can either pick a country artist or a rap artist. In this I was case. about yeah, to say, yeah. uh, okay. I feel like any country artist would do this at this point. For rapper, um, I'm going to go with like Lil Wayne. I don't see him oh, helping. that would be bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't see him Lil Wayne, Carrie Underwood. Oh. Crossover song. Make it happen, guys. Ooh. Lil Wayne <laughs> Carrie 2017. Oh, that was so bad. That was so bad. I love both of those artists. No. Oh my god, that was so bad. Next will be most likely to give an impromptu acoustic show at a bus stop. We all know that guy. Just... Besides all of my friends here in Nashville. <laughs> of course, no, yeah. 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 Uh, Justin Timberlake. I could see him wanting to that do something cool. artsy. Yes. And like filming from like a rainy cell phone, and just be like, "Yeah, we're just gonna play a show here." Real in like quick. Columbus, Ohio, like some <laughs> oh, yeah, not random a, yeah. city. No, not a major city at all. <laughs> for like, for like four people, who are, like two of them don't know who he is. Yeah. So he's just like playing some show, and they're like, "He's JT." And then somebody jumps in on a saxophone. Yes, and absolutely. They just jam it out. I hope so. Some hobo in the back yelled "Freebird." Freebird <laughs> on a saxophone. <laughs> And last, we're going to go best dance moves. And you've already used Luke Bryan. Yeah, so. I was going to say, you came out, out of the gate with Oh, him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a trump card here and say Beyonce. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's fair. Beyonce. That is fair. Beyonce. I would have went Drake for the Hotline Blink video. 
<laughs> but, I, mean, I can do that dance, and I'm, you know, I'm a great dancer. You, you are great. Uh, You're a great dancer. I dance about as well as Drake. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> lovely. Well, thank you for handing out those superlatives. Those thank you yep. for the pleasure. Yes, I'm going to make, like, little craft buttons. Kind of just want to let this music roll for a second. I'm just digging it. That's fine. Saxophone it with Justin Timberlake on there. Anytime I say saxophone, that's all I can think of is that song. I'm never gonna dance again. I don't think anybody else knows the rest of the song. No, no, no. Well, it was in the SNL skit, right? With Sergio. Sergio. Yeah, and then there's like a YouTube video of a guy, like it's the saxophone guy, and he's literally just going to random places and like standing on top of tables and just playing the saxophone, and he's just getting chased out by the police every time. Like in a skimpy outfit, chest hair, like everything. It's it's wonderful. The internet is the best worst thing ever. Just because you can find things like that, and then you don't get anything done because you're watching videos of. A half naked man plays sex. Playing sex yeah, I saw a, a video of um, you know the Eminem song where it's like "Mom Spaghetti." Yeah, it's like that's all it is the entire video. <laughs> Mama, I swear to Mom, Mom spaghetti. spaghetti. He's calm as Mom, Mom spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> oh my god! Still better than any rap I would do. Yeah, still Mom better. Um, so, got a few more questions. Uh, so, Brittany, do you have a favorite song to play? Could be one of yours. Could be a cover. Ooh. Either one. It, you know, it really depends on what mood I'm in. If I'm upset, like, you know, just get in from a gig and I have road rage or something, I've been in traffic, mm. it'll have to be like a Miranda song, Mama's okay. Broken Heart, something like that. Um, if I'm trying to be a little bit more, you know, like, hey, this is who I am to the audience, then I'll really be feeling like my my own stuff that I've been working on. It, oh, gosh, just music is so cool that, it really depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm like, yes, let's jam it out. So you play out, a, like, a lot. Yeah, I try to. You, you play out a lot. <laughs> you tour. You go all around the place. Mm-hmm. You tour quite a bit. You've been up to New York. You've been down to Texas. You do pretty much everywhere in between. Do you have, like, a yes. favorite place that you like to play? Oh, gosh. It... That's, oh, that's hard because there's some venues where it's, like, the venue's super cool, and then there's other places where it's, like, the people are super mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's other places where it's like, oh, they pay me really well. Right. That, <laughs> yeah. That's my thing. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think I don't think I've ever played a place where I've been like, oh, I'm never going to come back here again. This sucks. Good. Like for the most part, everybody that I've encountered on the road has just been so hospitable. Um, Indiana, North Carolina. And then, of course, always playing down in Texas, like, mm-hmm. for my home and having people show up and all that. It's just, yeah, I I don't think I've played a show where I've just been like, this is horrible. <laughs> no, that's good, because a lot of people do do have those experiences, have so that's awesome. stories, yeah. You know, you mentioned the people. Like, one of my favorite places to go to a show here in town is Belcourt Taps. Yeah. And I think it's so funny because... It's so small. It's small. It's, it's a like a neighborhood bar in the middle of this little yes. big stage, like, in a city that has so many great stages and sound systems. Like, the sound is amazing. It's oh, it's always full. It's always like, full. Everybody's so into it. Everyone's happy. Like, yeah. It's a I, listening room I, without having people have to be told it's a listening room. Yeah. Like you go to Bluebird or you go to like the listening room and they're like, okay, guys, be quiet so you can hear the music. But there, everybody just automatically like shuts up, listens. They're there for it. It's like, it's such a cool vibe. I, I agree. Love I love playing there too. And uh, then my friend Ben does sound there. So of course, ben. like, ben. yes. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite song on the radio right now? It could be like a, I gotta bump this out, or like a, oh, I'm feeling. Well, actually, 
Oh gosh, I've I listened to a lot of Top 40 over the summer. So right now, anytime I turn on like the Top 40 pop station, mm-hmm. I recognize the song and I'll just start jamming out like whether it's Justin Bieber or Haley Steinfeld, uh, Charlie Puth. Um, although here recently I've learned some Drake songs on the guitar. So oh. I guess like right nice. now Drake is kind of where it's at. <laughs> Very nice. You need to play one next time. Yes. If you're learning it on the guitar, I would like to hear you bust out a Drake song. I can do that for you. I have 24 karat magic stuck in my head at all times. Actually, at if it's times. cool, if I plug this in, well, I'll be starting a, a YouTube series called Undercover Covers. Hey, I love it. see what you did there. Where, yeah, where we're dressed up undercover with black uh, sunglasses and black mustaches and we're playing non-country songs uh, with our own little country twist on it. And a Drake song is actually one of them. One nice. Of those. So we'll be posting those so I'm be so on the glad that. mustaches. That's... Actually, by the time this airs, it might already be up. So it go might. ahead, Google it, look at it, <laughs> yeah. check it out. Uh, if it's not up yet, just wait. It is coming. Um, so a lot gets talked about as far as being a female in the music industry. Um, is there anything, like, do you have any, like, unique perspective on that? Obviously, you've been doing it for a while. Um, and there just gets a lot of talk about just kind of additional hurdles and whatnot. And I was just kind of curious as to your thoughts on that yeah um i think to say that there's not a problem would be a problem not yeah (laughs) not not paying uh, enough attention um as somebody who creates music as well as a consumer of music um but i think in any genre females have um expectations and whether or not people actually come out to say them it's between your looks between your sound uh between your marketability and i feel like to say that it's just with females it would be wrong to say because i know guys have to experience that in their own ways too but i do think right now it's even harder for females to stand out because um just the way that the the radio has been kind of set up where it's like, well, this kind of doesn't really blend in well with what we're playing right now, but A for effort women for trying to come up with different sounds and all that. So mm. it's kind of like it's learning how to color in the lines so that we can color outside of the lines. And we're I think we're slowly getting there. We have, you know, Kelsey Ballerini, mm-hmm. Maren Morris coming out and mm. – um cam so who all do their own thing like they're yeah, all exactly it's all distinct sounds um compared to there's a lot of guys where sometimes i'll turn it on and be like i don't know who sings this mm-hmm. yep. so on one hand it's awesome because it shows that like hey these these women are friggin awesome musicians and singers and songwriters not but on the other hand it kind of sucks because it it puts on that mold of well it's hard to plug this in because it doesn't sound good in between these songs and things like that so it's a tricky game yeah i i mean one of the most kind of disheartening things i've heard personally is i was uh i know somebody who was talking to a publisher and had a good relationship with this publisher and was they writing with their people all the time and they were like yeah we'd love to get you in on staff here with pub deal and get you writing uh but we already have a girl so we're gonna have to wait and it's just like <laughs> like so yeah. if and... <laughs> but you know i i'm trying to not focus on that so much like i i do recognize it but uh there's a quote I, i'm horrible at quoting people but there's a quote where it's like i think it's steve martin he's like be so good that they can't ignore you mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to not pay attention to the fact that I'm a female, not pay attention to males and who's being successful doing what and all that. And just 
I'm just trying to focus on the music right now. Like, if it feels good in my heart, that's the kind of music I want to put out. Like, there's a Casey song, too, where it's like... Oh, Casey's another you one. You know, I'd rather lose for what I am than win for what I ain't. And that's kind of my good take mantra. on music right now. Yeah. yeah so, mm-hmm. just trying to make good music. There you go. <laughs> do good. good music. Music good. Music, yay. As your brother says, Kayla, do your music. Do your music. Just do your music. Oh, my God. My brother and his hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> Her brother's the worst with hashtags. Oh, gosh. I'm Andrew, excited to Andrew, I love you. Now. Keep this in. <laughs> <laughs> but your hashtags are so long. And I they're not good. No, okay. Oh. <laughs> that was so awesome. <laughs> no, that's staying in. Um, so we talked about your car a little while ago. You drive a Fiat. Yes. Oh, it's so cute. Inspired by Jennifer Lopez's commercial for Fiat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as mentioned before, you tour. Yes. In a Fiat. <laughs> yes. It's so great with gas, though. And not yeah. only that, but, like, it's just – one time I drove in an ice storm from Nashville to Memphis, and I guess it was really more of a snowstorm because it was snowing. But I slid off the road, oh. and I kid you not, it should have been so scary, but the car was just so – just, like, it – Ooh. it was like evenly like just it was like this little glide glide it was the smoothest soft, gentle glide. yeah like i wasn't even afraid of my car <laughs> going off the highway right next to a semi and so then i just kind of looked at my friend i was like well we just slid off the road let's let's try getting back on the road and sure enough we just got right back on it was fine i mean i drive a i drive a fiesta and i call it a glorified golf cart because that is. feels like what i'm driving like, but mine is really the glorified no, it golf really cart. is you have a car smaller <laughs> than mine which i didn't think they made but. but i feel so safe in it because it's such a smooth ride like mm-hmm. i i'm a huge huge supporter, <laughs> supporter of fiat, of the fiat. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone would like to if fiat would like to sponsor Brittany Monroe. Right. seriously i got yeah, over a like, hundred thousand miles on my car <laughs> let's go <laughs> taking it <laughs> all right it's is it's it that ga- time? It's game time again. Oh, yes. yeah. This one is going to be one that I like to call number one or an all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I am going to name off a couple of songs, and you're going to – and they're they're very well-known songs, and you're going to tell me if you think they went number one or not. Or not. Oh, gosh. So, the, okay, so I have to, like – Outside of what I think of the songs, I have to say. Just if decide I, if they yeah. went number one. If they oh, went gosh. number one on the charts. And I'm talking about American And you got a 50-50 shot if all else fails. So, and you can pretend true. like you knew if you get it right, even if you didn't. Okay. okay. Are you ready? I hope so. All right, let's go. Let's start it off. Single Ladies. Yay! Number one. All the way. It did go number one. Woohoo! <laughs> I was about to be really Sorry, upset with America. <laughs> I was supposed to be really upset with America if it didn't go number one. Come on. <laughs> All right. Fireworks by Katy Perry. Number one or not. Yeah. I think that went number one. Nope. Oh, it didn't. It didn't. What? I didn't get a buzzer, so that's the best I got. <laughs> I like it. I'll, think it. I'll take the. I think it got to, like, number in. two, which is still wonderful, but, yeah, it's always but. surprising. It's, like, that threshold of getting to the number one. It wasn't a number one. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. Next. Wonderwall. By Oasis. I'm gonna say no. I hope that did not go number one. <laughs> it did not go number yes. one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's bells. Wonderwall. <laughs> no offense to Oasis. No, it's fine. After <laughs> Alright. Next. What a girl wants by Christina Aguilera. Yes. Oh yeah. 
Yes, I uh, remember yeah, I was obsessed it. with that song. That, yeah, everyone. Loves I didn't even know what it was about, but Mm-mm, we didn't need to know. I didn't know that what digital get down from NSYNC was about when I was a kid, and then I'm like, oh, that's um, that's about Explicit being on a material. webcam. All right, next. Here comes the sun by the Beatles. Wonder one or not. This is hard. But we didn't get this far before. This is nice. I don't I don't think so. Is your answer no? And my answer is no. It did not go number one. It went number two. It started at number two. I remember that because I have um like a number one compilation of all the Beatles number uh, one. one and there. I was like, I don't think that was on there. <laughs> You're like the, the meme with all like the, the math going in front of it and the charts and stuff. I love that one. All right, last one. The Locomotion by Grand Funk Railroad. Is that the song where it's like, the Locomotion? I think that did get number one. It did. Okay, cool. Very nice. You did it. You only got one wrong. And that was Katy Perry. Oh, she's Katie. had some other number ones. She's done okay. You know what? She's, she's number one right in my heart because I love her. I do love <laughs> Katy Perry. And she's dating Orlando Bloom, which was like my first like crush as a young lady. And they're just a beautiful couple. So. Kayla's got a thing for pointy ears. So. It's not the ears. <laughs> I didn't realize she had pointy ears. <laughs> he, was in, he was Legolas in Lord of the Rings. So, you know, if you've never seen Lord of the Rings, then. It's all good. It's Should fun. I grow my hair out? Get Please some, stop. Some blonde. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Start wearing a lot of green. <laughs> Just, can... like, look solemnly off into the distance. Why does Austin look like an elf? I can, I can look pensive. What's happening to him? He's so pensive all the time. No, but he was also in, you know, in parts of the Caribbean where he was, like, you know, a, a dirty pirate. So you could also <laughs> go the dirty pirate route. It can. He's so versatile. I can. He's you know. so versatile. So versatile. He looks pensively in the distance as a dirty pirate. As a dirty pirate. One of the greatest <laughs> actors of our generation, really. Yes. Okay, so right. we're getting up to the, my favorite part of the show. Uh, Brittany's going to play a couple songs for us, which we're super excited about. Yes. So uh, why don't you go ahead and intro the first song? Just tell us a little bit about what you're going to be playing. Cool. Well, um, the first song is going to be um, I Won't Wait, and that's available on iTunes and Spotify. Perfect. And all of these Plug streaming it. things and all that, so... <laughs> Nice. Here's I Won't Wait. All right, let's check it out. No, no, no. Cheap cigarettes. Linger on your breath, the words you say. Slur off your tongue, and they don't make any sense. It's like you done nothing wrong, you're ignoring the mess Cause you don't know a way to clean it up quick well, I ain't gonna sit around and beg For you to regret what you gone in Don't wanna have one foot in and the other out the door I won't end up 
much want to see that shirt I only think about are you wearing it again I keep staring at that stain you're going to hurt no you ain't said sorry even though I've been crying well I ain't gonna sit around in bed for you to regret what you've gone in don't want Yeah, no, it's catchy. (laughs) It's a very head-bobbing kind of song. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, whenever people leave your shows, that's usually the one that I hear them like doing that little that little part. That's That's, that's what I like to sing when I have road rage and I come into a gig and I'm like, oh, these people. (gasps) I won't. All right, well, you got one more for us. Yeah. So what are we going to be listening to? Uh, This is going to be Fire with Fire, which is going to be the title track of the upcoming EP out later this year. Um, and actually wrote this with Austin and Blaine. Hey. So here's Fire with Fire. Yeah, let's right. check it out. Where'd you get those words? Another year, stop looking for reason to cry. When your heart starts to hurt Tell me what's it worth Not keeping me by your side Cause you push and pull away Afraid to make mistakes Weakness is a strength Either way we're gonna get burned Left with scars until we learn Loving is heartache whether we bend or we break Can't win by walking out for 
worst Always thinking it's gonna get worse You and I, we can rise Fight fire with fire a great song, Austin. So great. So great. I'll clap for myself. Oh, I we did one. great on that song. You I love can. that song. Pat yourself on the back. Yep. Give yourself a clap. I swear I'm not asking our guests to play my music. I re- I'm really not. They just happen to pick songs I wrote. I just right. want everybody to know that's not on purpose. <laughs> Next week, we'll get someone who plays not my songs. <laughs> but that's okay. You have good songs. Uh, you know. Ain't uh, your fault. Ain't my fault. I'm awesome. It's my life. <laughs> my life. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us today. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Um, This has been a blast. Oh, my gosh. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Writer's Roundtable. Uh, Check us out next week for a new guest, some new music, and some new good times. Peace. Bye. I'm keeping all that in for the record. (laughs)